Hey yo. Yo. Hey yo. Yo, yo, yo. It's okay. Ugh. How, uh, how's my number one idiot doing today? Uh, I got good vibes. Uh, I don't know if I've showed you my, my office in my basement now, but, uh, I don't know how to flip my, flip my shirt. This is my, uh, this is my other computer. It's my work setup. Nice. And I, in my basement and I have this huge room divider behind me so it looks like I'm actually in a dojo instead to be honest I love your setup it's pretty rad you're you're in a dojo because you believe in yourself so hell yeah everybody's Hello, in a dojo king. if they believe in themselves sub kings it's a dojo cat <laughs> oh boy oh boy everybody's gotta have one of those Hey. I don't have one. Yeah. Should I have one? Yes. I don't have go one. Your, go get yourself one at Do- Dojo Cats R Us, uh, one of our sponsors today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my notes here. Lord. How, how are y'all doing? Good. Can you hear me okay? My uh, my AirPods are starting to die, I think. No, yeah, I hear you just hear you. fine. I can hear you. Be great, good, it's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I you, think sound, you sound like an idiot. Yeah, okay. But no, no audio will fix that. No audio engineering will fix that, buddy. I love, I love that Spider-Man meme where she's like, "Tell me the truth, I can take it." And Peter Parker's like, "Communism has failed every time it's been tried," and she just starts crying. Uh, well, it's there. It's the thing is not wrong. So, well, guess what? Uh, Democracy has failed every time it's tried to. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true. Oh boy, is that true? That's hey. uh, spicy. Spicy. Yeah. Um, I think that um, I think a democratic liberal society requires hope, and we have that in short supply these days. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Name is Richard Rorty. Damn. Yeah. Rorty's really, Rorty's really going to give it to him, much like X. Tried uh, to give it to him. R.I.P. X and Rorty, who died 13 years before DMX did. Yeah. So. Um, but it, it was not before they made a, they made a battle tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. DMX battle tape. So yeah, he tweaking. Yeah. He, yeah, he tweaking. <laughs> nah, nah, he doing nine eleven. Nah, he tweaking. Fuck. Uh, yeah, he tweaking. That was like the most you when you when you called that out. I hadn't actually like read the discourse about it, so I like oh I didn't my god know how how good a reference it was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah he tweaking. It was. Nah, he tweaking. Wait, say more. Really I'm confused. So. Uh, look, Go for it. Lil Nas, and feel free to add color um, at any point, J.I., but um, Lil Nas X uh, got into Tony Hawk's comments um, and essentially people were talking about the Tony Hawk skateboard that got released, like limited edition, like with Tony Hawk's blood ah, in them, right. like l- laminated into them. And um, 
Lil Nas X got in his comments and called out the hypocrisy of the fact that like people lost their shit over his like Lil Nas X's sneakers that had blood in them, but not Tony Hawk's skateboard. And then one of his comments was, uh, "Nah, he tweaking." And so everybody on the internet just started commenting, "Nah, he tweaking" on everything for like a whole day. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Did I did I miss any any uh, important points, Ji, or did I? No, I think that's. Uh... That's good. Yeah, I think that's the thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, fucking okay. It reminds well, me of uh, when everybody was tweaking about Billy Bob Thornton giving a capsule full of his blood on a necklace to Angelina Jolie. Uh, probably the same year that the episode we're going to talk about today came out, um, which is how fucking dated that reference is. Damn, um, Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton only existed in two thousand four. Uh, everything, every, everything else that he's ever been in outside of the scope of that year is a psyop, and a and a flashback, and an implant that lives inside your neck. So I like that because the last thing I saw him in was the episode of the, or sorry, the season of Fargo, um, Fargo TV show where he's the villain, and it's so fucking good. And he just plays basically like a. Uh, uh, a more i don't know like a more like crumpled and disheveled version of javier bardem's character from uh, no country for old men um and it's fucking brilliant yeah it's basically just columbo slammed up with anton Chigurh. uh <laughs> it's really good dude the um that that season of fargo is one of the best seasons of tv ever man I is it really that good. Is, I think is the Fargo TV show is is the best is some of the best TV around right now. I, I don't think anybody yeah. else is really doing it like that. Yeah, I think they're doing a specific style, and it's a style that must be that, that must be flexed. It's a style that must be demonstrated. Um, hey, check it out. It's good. Um, I've been that good? rewatching. Is it that great? Uh, I have been watching season rewatching season two of The Wire. Uh, oh boy, it's so good! It's so good. I know that it gets yeah. obviously it's the it's the it's the most heavily shit on season because it's so different. But man, I like it so much. It's uh, it's the season where like everybody in it is profoundly unlikable. <laughs> like, there's not really any the 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 most likable person in the season is Omar, and like. Uh, that's I mean he's one of the most likely people in the show I think but yeah yeah Mark Cummins this is a this is a wire this is a wire pod it's it's certainly the most I I don't think that there's a more divisive season of TV out there than wire and season wire two season wire two fucking shit (laughs) what time is it I love the TV show season uh yeah dude I, I gotta, I gotta get all the wires of that TV show on DVD, man. <laughs> hey, hey, and man. listen, and listen to it. Uh, I hate. Well, well, you shit. All. That's that's a good villain. Uh, I hate me too. So, um, that means I'm in good company. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into it, guys.
welcome everybody another episode of the glorious sea lab pod check under the sea i'm your host jim as always i'm ji as most times hey and uh it's your man kimboat calling in today hey kimboat Kimbo. how are we uh, today we're talking about season three, episode ten, uh, "Dearly Beloved Seed," uh, aired July fourth, two thousand four. Um, the last of Captain Shanks' brothers, who are all named after uh, mythical Greek heroes, dies from a heart attack while on the toilet. All the while, Hesh and Debbie Dupree get married. Uh, the season ends with Uzi Fire. <laughs> Sounds like a rapper name uh, and a parody of the dialogue style of the matrix the episode was written by a c-lab fan uh known as mc Heshpants 420 his screen name at adult swims official message boards um, that sets the table for a lot of what the episode is uh let's get into it guys what do we think i read that it's actually mc chris who wrote it under that guise of that screen name but i yeah, but i couldn't get it i couldn't get anything conclusive but um they uh i i don't know i i don't know how much it was written by a fan either because there's a there's a dvd extra where it's an entirely separate episode that is a shares about half of the the final episode but there's a lot of uh of the stuff leading up to like the wedding and everything including uh Hesh and Debbie meeting in the uh, in a back alley while Debbie's trying to find the location of the Black Panther mixer party, and Hesh is uh, trying to get crack uh, while cross dressing in a uh, in a dark alleyway, and uh, depicts Hesh. Yeah, it, it's all the stuff that they actually talk about in the actual episode, but they actually animated it. It's it's all finished. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good punch out ending, I guess, if not a little bit uncomfortable, but. Uh, that's uh, that's what I have to say about that. I, I t- I'm a I'm a Hesh truther that he actually wrote the episode. <laughs> uh, well, this is a Hesh truther pod. It's the editorial stance of this pod. Uh, right, man, yeah, just- there is a 9/11 conspiracy. It's just that Hesh wrote it <laughs> in 2003. Uh, 2003. Yes. Uh, all right. Or- so 9/11 happened in 2003. This episode was written by Hesh. Let's go. Actually, there is this new, like the new, uh, I should say, I have conspiracy friends because whatever. Um, and they're not even my friends. Okay. I just follow them on, on social media um, that I'm almost never on. I'm, I'm talking about you, yes. Um, okay. But there is like a, a new like revision to that's like, okay, loose change was wrong, but there's a lot that people aren't telling us and the FBI knew about it. Um, and, you know, the uh, USGS Geological Survey fucking, like, they knew about it ahead of time because of, uh, you know, they were picking up on, <laughs> on fucking earthquakes. Uh, it's just amazing. Um, I, I feel like that is that is uh, just kind of quietly become the editorial stance of the left on Twitter this week. Um which I think is whatever. I think it's interesting. I didn't see, you said it was funny. I said it was interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It isn't like Spike Lee or something. Like, uh, doesn't he have like a documentary on HBO that they're going to air on 9 11 about how he has like, he has some questions 
I think uh, this is, this is all, where it's all coming from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. First of all, I I don't care what he has to say about 9-11. And second of all, it's like, I mean, isn't the, the easiest explanation is that there's a bunch of pissed off people with uh, razor blades on airplanes? I think that's the South Park stance that the, uh, isn't there like a South Park episode where it's like the U.S. government's trying to foment like this idea that there's a conspiracy. So people think they're more cop than they actually are. And then like they, I mean, <laughs> there's yeah, there's definitely an episode uh, uh, that that is basically the plot, and Condoleezza Rice has to explain the entire like no, it's just a bunch of pissed off Islamists that uh, took over airplanes and ran into buildings. Like there's no conspiracy, and I think like Stan Marsh is just like taken aback or something. Anyway, C Lab, what what was this episode even? Yeah, I... fucking it was. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go for it because I'm just going to take her tape. So, see yeah, gonna, um, I think there was some funny bits. I think that like the you know the same theme in the last several episodes, just having inconsistently written characters. Like, 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 why does Quinn have to play the character he played in this episode? Like, I think that that right. sucks. <laughs> like, um, and it doesn't even really make sense. Um, uh i but yeah definitely some good laughs uh ashes to ashes poop to poop killed me uh, <laughs> and yeah. and uh what kind of idiot would make pants out of wool uh was was another favorite for me um but overall yeah a real c minus episode um because like they're not even like taking advantage of the like like the 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 well done work of earlier writers on the show. Um, anyway, that's just my uh, that's just my fucking old man yells at cloud take. Uh, I'm I'm largely with you on it. Like it it was uh, it was funny, uh, but not in the not in the way that this show could be. Right? Like it's not it's still funny by any by any reasonable estimation, but like uh, it's it pales in comparison to the brilliance of, of early episodes and even episodes earlier in the season. Um, my sort of like take by take is I like, I like, I like the little country music at the beginning. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> the guitar, the guitar tone is really good. The guitar tone fucking killed me. Uh, Idiot is still a great bar. I still want to go there and get in a fight. Um, Sam, why the fuck is, why is Murphy bartending? yeah which is uh just a, a riff on how funny i how funny i think the backs of characters are like especially superheroes like one time i saw a fucking meme that just had like batman from behind in it and i've been laughing about it every day ever since is that the fourth uh, uh, one film batman from behind uh, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna have have your bar down as Batman in it, which actually wouldn't be that bad. Uh, I'm I'm fixing to get tore out of my frame. Uh, a great a great Shanksism. I think that the one thing that we can count on Shanks to deliver are like uh, pretty good niche idioms. Uh, Bellerophone is a great great real name. Um, I like that we're finally getting getting the Shanks origin story, however obtuse it is. Um, I just I feel like this this episode walked so that JD Vance could run. 
in terms of a thing that I wrote down uh, because I feel like this was this was at a time before uh, before like the like deep south uh, the like pat- really patronizing narrative about the deep south got like hackneyed and tired and it still was actually good maybe good comedic device the whole circle of life man riff is really good and then as you mentioned uh, like fucking ashes to ashes poop to poop um like all the the brothers names and like i especially love that a lot of these greek ass names that the that the brothers are named like millennials are totally naming their kids fucking names like this like a hundred percent uh castor follicks um Bellerathon. yeah <laughs> Bellerathon exactly uh the I love Yost. Yost. I love how Yost is just yet again just Eggers. <laughs> One of my favorite bits in the in the more recent episodes is just the ever increasing use of that character. <laughs> that character is so fucking funny. Uh, fuck. Um, drag drag hashes a vibe for sure. Uh, as is like the the drug trail mix. Uh, that's and also like that I've been around people who are who are fucking hooter hootered on pills, man, and like the babble the kind of babble that Debbie is doing is like very accurate. <laughs> uh, the I feel like the the sort of conversational hot potato dynamic, the really fun like back and forth conversational slapstick thing that that has been going the whole show and it's been kind of accelerating. The last few episodes really peaked here. Um, just uh, it's chaotic as fuck, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. because <laughs> at the like the peasants again, they're all just eggers. Um, yeah, I love and, it. And during the Matrix speech, like I neglected to count how many times, but they're basically just saying these are the every other word. Which I think is good. Um, the punch Although I, I can't, I can't deal with people besmirching uh, the name of the Matrix, which I contend is oh, yeah. the greatest film of that era. Well, yeah, I think movie fucking was rips. It, wasn't this dialogue more like riffing on uh, like the the two sequels that had come out the yeah. year before? Absolutely, definitely. Um, but I mean, the dialogue is very similar to all three of them. But man, that original Matrix, that movie slaps. The last two, sure. was, my head can't. I don't think I, fan fiction. Yeah, I don't even think that I ever watched uh, the the other Matrix movies. I think that the first one was like, oh, it's not getting better than this. <laughs> there's, there's a no there's a car way. chase in the second one that's pretty fun to watch, but don't think about it too hard. Kind of like Tenant. Uh, yes. Yeah, you'll, fr- you'll throw movie. your mind back out if you think about it too hard. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, Tenet, the movie that I couldn't get out of my head was a Doctor Who movie because David Tennant, uh, because that's <laughs> that the way that my fucking brain works. I thought um, it was a mo- movie the- about the rogue helicopter pilot guy. Uh. <laughs> and so, you know, competing Tenet. Uh, everybody, uh, if you've done this far in the episode, pause and go uh, go to YouTube.com and uh, search "Rogue Helicopter Pilot" and watch it. It's a deep, that video is a deep, deep piece of lore. 
for the people in this pod, at least two of us. Um, I would, I would the, love to uh, make the first episode of a show called Rogue Helicopter, because then you'd be making the Rogue Helicopter pilot, <laughs> which sounds awesome. You would. Is it, isn't that the guy like sure the city hall would. meeting or something? Like the city council yeah. meeting is like yelling about the uh, a Rogue Helicopter and the CIA or something? Yeah, I also love yeah, the like prefigures current discourse by like 15 years, just like crazy person yeah. who goes and yells at city council and it shows up all over the news. Yeah. Um, uh, the the punch out ending, this is the last thing I have to say really. Uh the punch out ending is fucking hilarious because the kid there's so many Easter eggs in that kid's room. Um like the space ghost uh old kentucky shark poster and the what else is there the, the fucking homemade poster that says because anime is to suck lots of other ones yeah. but i think that those those two were like the, the standouts in my mind the sign um, zorak poster right yes that too the dvds on the bookshelf That's... yeah what are the DVDs? Absolutely. Uh, it's like one of the Space Ghost. I think one's of Aqua Teen. Oh, nice. I think the Space Ghost one's the one you went with me to the mall to Sam Goody and I bought. And we went back to my place and we watched it back in 03. So, and then I lent it to this kid before he made his fan fiction that became an episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I got down here. Uh, Why she has stress as a woman. Debbie Love is again super prominent post uh, Murphy. Uh, the plot for Tornado Shanks to adopt their firstborn um, seems very strange. Uh, Market was finally back. Uh, I said Jesus Christ and Anne Frank joke. Uh, let's see. Oh my God. Hatch is a trans hooker in the bathroom. Uh, all of the all of Debbie's side is one demographic, and all of Hesh's is the Eggers people. Uh, Marco just shoots Yost, which is like a totally unfunny thing. That's like not. I don't think it's our sense of humor. Uh, and I, it's like I think they're just grasping for straws. Um, and like then I had some notes on the DVD extra, which and in, in some of the dialogue, so, so the general gist of the DVD extra is they had a lot of episode and they couldn't figure out how to slice it. And they kind of trying to make the, the lead up to the wedding a lot more funny. And they thought that they failed. But I, I don't know. I, I watched this and I'm saying this into the abyss because I, I don't think it's going to be very possible to even watch this DVD extra. I'm sure it's on HBO Max or whatever fucking streaming service this thing's on. Uh I felt like the lead up to the the wedding and, and the DVD extra is a little bit funnier or it make it, it's a little bit more cohesive, it makes a little bit more sense than just the random walk that the final episode is. Uh, so for instance, like Debbie's the one that has the, does the trail mix. She's not being given a trail mix of drugs by Tornado Shanks and that whole plot line of him trying to adopt or whatever and all of his brothers dead. That, that's not in the, in the rough draft of the episode. There's a robot Debbie that looks like the um, uh, mop head thing from uh, Trapped in the Closet episode, um, which is used for a few gags. And there's a few other dialogue changes throughout, which I thought, I think, I don't know, made more sense. Uh, but yeah, overall C minus. I don't, I don't have much more to say besides, I, I think I saw this episode on the DVD and I was like, man, 
this is show i'm glad i stopped watching it i think that was like an 05 or something so yeah. i think this is one of the ones that just it just doesn't hit my funny bone i think they're trying a lot um and it's just very chaotic but i'm, I'm not sure if it really i don't i don't think the the sum is more than the uh or the, the whole of the parts and uh well you know it was on pbs you know that you know, thing yeah um, they, yeah aristotle yeah yeah, you know, yeah. so great aristotle and Oh. And, uh, and the and the Plato guy, the guy that invented the, the word the Plato. Anyway, the guy that invented. Um, yeah, I just like think that, like, pretty much at this point, like all the parameters have been destroyed. <laughs> like that made the show what it was, and the show is just kind of this formless monster, kind of shape shifting into whatever scenario the writers called for that episode. And like the only real demarcations, the only real stanchions in the ground, are like the like vague ideas of the characters that are sort of ever in flux now and like the only real comedic device that's in place is the like sort of proto archer right quick conversational volleys that i i mentioned before and just like the again the really chaotic plot lines and like the very liberal use of new animations because the show has a budget now um yeah it's 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 enjoyable only insofar as like having 20 pixie sticks before 9 a.m is enjoyable right like it's not actually enjoyable it just like is hitting a bunch of fucking insane receptors in your brain to like try to like yeah. prod you and push you to think it's funny and laugh but yeah c minus c minus for sure yeah yeah i i think that's a good that's sort of a good uh <clears throat> Uh, call out Jim is that it it's sort of like is donning the vestments of funny things uh, but like there's no like structural interest like some of the earlier episodes and there's no real like like the satire is just not even fucking good um, there, I mean there isn't satire in this episode like I, or, or if there is I don't know what it is um, and like unlike I think the early the early stuff where we were talking about kind of you know uh, the critique of high modernism and 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 um, that sort of like technocratic hope for the future and, and that's all kind of fucking gone uh, from the from the show now, um, which which makes talking about it even more fun because we can just talk about fucking whatever we want uh, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start doing. Uh... I think that I think we've hit the point where we can start doing some really fucking high concept episodes. If you guys are feeling up for it, I'm just just fucking taking the piss. That'll I think be be more fun for us and more fun for the listeners. I want to know more about. Is there a vest on your chair right now, Ji? Yeah, yeah, it's from work. It's my uh. This is my this is where I do my work, my new office. This is where you con- it's where you conquer the world. Yeah, that's where I do my do the things. Am I doing the things? Am I? Am I? Am I? Well, shit, guys. Um, I don't know what else to say. Thank you guys for for sticking with us. Uh, continue to watch the show because, like I said, it's you, you'll at the very least get the get the media equivalent of 20 pixie sticks in the morning and who doesn't want that who doesn't want to at least try that um appreciate y'all uh thanks for staying with us 
Peace and love.